previously on Adequately Advanced Magic. Virginia the halfling, she says, Well, I guess we're going to have to do this the hard way. She's going to run up to you here, Kier, and then she's going to jump a little, and then she's going to try and roundhouse kick you in the head. Meanwhile, Audrey has gathered all the tools, and she's now hammering at the levitating bike. Gobzu is basically hiding. At the end of the round, Audrey yells at everyone, All right, it's ready! She jumps on, pushes Niklaus to the back, (laughs) and then... Pushes Niklaus off the back. (laughs) And then grabs hold of the controls. With everybody on the bike, Audrey kicks it into gear and then peels out. Audrey yells back, do y'all know any place abandoned that we can hide out in? The museum? That's that's an idea, yeah. <laughs> Here you open the door. Inside is a employee break room. Yep. Though I guess we should uh, get some rest. Get some rest. Alright. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. you go to bed the sleepy time music plays the each of you individually have a dream Uh oh. at first it is the same dream that you had when you woke up the one where you're standing in a void and where darkness envelops you not again <laughs> <laughs> hello darkness my old friend this time though the dream lasts a little bit longer As you're smothered by this darkness, in the far distance, there is a bright, gleaming light. You always told me not to go towards the light. (laughs) And then the three of you wake up. Gobzu is sleeping underneath the table, underneath one of the chairs. The pixie remains right next to the microwave, dangerously. (laughs) Audrey is still nowhere to be seen, though. Is the pixie look any more alive? No, still the same. Oh, I guess about to say any less alive. <laughs> Is there any sign that Audrey came back and slept? Like No, and you're pretty sure you still hear some rhythmic clanging off in the distance. She's building a mech. <laughs> if only. Mecha cube. Mecha cube. Alright, we left that thing there, right? After we killed it? It was like goop. Yeah, okay. I don't think it had any structural integrity in there. It's not a any, bunch maybe of- it was a stain on the floor. It's not like primordial soup where like she can make create life out of it. <laughs> well, with pixie I mean, dust, anything is possible. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I go to the, uh, the the gymo vending machine. What were the choices? Faintly chocolate, mystery meat, mystery fish, and mystery nut. I want to go with mystery fish and use one of my brochures, not brochures, vouchers. <laughs> the glasses try to shove a brochure into it. It won't fit. You're still a little bit groggy and you try to shove it in, but eventually you do figure out that you need to put a ticket into the receptacle. The mystery fish energy bar pops out. I eat it. You eat it. The fish 
reminds you of your childhood. On the seas, as a pirate. So nostalgic. How about you tell us a memory of your childhood and fish? So my parents actually lived not in Falcon's Reach or the outskirts, but one of the other smaller like villages that still kind of like are sparsely spread across the continent, constantly under like monster attack, I guess, away from the city. And there was a pond there and my dad would take me to go fish. It reminds me of that. Nice. Amid the memories of your childhood, you are inspired by the mystery fish-flavored energy bar. It's like yellowtail mixed with salmon. <laughs> mystery. And a hint of squid. All right, what's our next move here? I guess we gotta talk to Audrey. Yeah, no. I feel like we should do that. Not it. <clears throat> I say we all go together. Okay. That seems the best plan. Take the pixie with us. And the goblin. Yeah, goblin. Goblin is just like, I'm I'm right here, you, you know. I mean, the, the pixies should be fine where she is. I don't think anyone knows we're here. Okay. All right, Gabzu, you want to carry her? He's like, yeah, I'm here. My name is Gabzu. Can you, uh, <laughs> you want to come with us? We're going to go find Audrey and see what she's been up to. Okay, just let me, just let me grab the pixie. Yeah, you're the official pixie bearer. Gabzu, pixie bearer. Yeah, he grabs the container and heads out with the three of you. I guess we head towards the banging. So nostalgic <laughs> from our first time waking up. <laughs> oh, remember when we busted this one? This propaganda <laughs> video is particularly terrible. The three of you head through the museum again and have to sit through the same propaganda videos again. Gavsu is actually sort of like excited. He's like, oh man, I've never, I've never seen anything like this before. Is this what really happened? Uh-huh. I suspect not, but it's a nice story. Story. <laughs> he gets the, like the VRRE advertisement. He's like, oh man, even I can be a member of VIRE? <laughs> Dream they're, big, Gobsu. Dream big. Any anything is possible, Gobsu. Eventually the party reaches Party Party reaches the room with the 3D holographic map of Falcon's Reach. As you do, you see that Audrey is looking at it. As you enter, she says, Oh hey guys. Hi Audrey. How goes it? It's been good. I grabbed some Magitech from some of the displays here. If you wanna Take a first crack at it. Sure. She has a little box next to her, and in it you see that there is a a Druidcraft Magitech, another Minor Illusion, there is another Spare the Dying, and there is one Color Spray. I'll take the Spare the Dying. I don't need Druidcraft because it's a cantrip, and I can literally cast it whenever I want. Which one did you take? I took the Spare the Dying, the second Spare the Dying. And the last two were Minor Illusion and... Color Spray? Color Spray? Yeah, there is a Druidcraft, a Minor Illusion, a Spare the Dying, and a Color Spray. She also says, by the way guys, I... While y'all were all looking at the pixie, I swiped this from the evidence room. She gives you a wallet. I open the wallet. Yeah, it's a pretty hefty wallet. There's 332 gold in here. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, some of this is yours too, Audrey. She says, eh, I don't, I don't really need it. Okay. Yeah, there was all sorts of stuff in that room. I bet. I guess you don't see a pixie every day, though. Most days you don't, that is for sure. What are you up to? She looks in the direction of the map of Falcon's Reach, and she says, it's a, it's a pretty city, ain't it? Is it? I mean, you've got all these lights, all these illusions, and a lot of different people. Yes. There's a lot of other stuff in there too in the city, though. Yeah, yeah. Darkness and dirt and poverty. 
that's what it is for most of us. Especially on the poverty. No opportunities. Muck. So you knew that halfling, lady. Yeah, you could say we were once co-workers, friends, even. What's the story there? Long story short, I didn't want to work for the company anymore. The problem is, once you have some proprietary information, they don't let you go so easily. Uh, so what did you do? I was the chief engineer of one of the Falcoco subsidiaries. So did you just get up and leave and go into hiding? Yeah, well, something happened, but I don't really want to talk about it right now. Hmm, fair. But they're willing to take you back by force, is that the in-game here? Yeah, Falcoco is really particular about their proprietary information. I honestly, I don't think I even know that much, and they're still after me. Makes you feel any better. I used to work at a Falcoco factory, and they don't want me back. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she giggles a little bit. Well, did you try well, to go back? I can't. That's I'm, I'm here right now. Can't really go back. They're probably still looking for us. Anyways, did y'all find out what y'all were looking for on the that tiny sheet of paper? Uh, yeah, we were able to find the um. There was an address that we were needed to find, but it's inside Cantaloon, so we don't have a way inside through the gate. I think I know somebody who might help us or help y'all with that. Who's that? Uh, I have a I have a sister. I haven't talked to her in a while, but she's pretty good with papers. Sounds... Turn to my friends and my that might be exactly what we need. Jack turns and asks Nicklaus and Rooker, any any chance she could help us with the pixie too? I mean, doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah, I guess. Jack asks Audrey, hey, so maybe you know how to open the pixie bottle box thing? Uh, yeah, that thing looks pretty interesting. I can give it a shot. Gobzu? Gobzu hugs the canister tightly. He looks a little bit unsure. Gobzu says, I don't really know. She seems sort of violent. She's alright. Audrey, do you think you can get it open without hurting the pixie? She puts her nose right up to the canister <laughs> and she says, I'd give it 50-50. <laughs> mm. In that case, maybe we should wait to see if there's an easier way to get it open. Yeah. By the way, guys, the Godfather is definitely going to be looking for us now. Yes. Looking for you, you mean? Well, we didn't exactly do what he wanted. So, yeah, he'll probably be looking we for us too. We haven't done it yet. It's all part of the long game. Trick Gobzu into complacency. I don't think the the Godfather is going to uh, be too nuanced about this. Especially no. given uh, how we ignored his boy's uh, tactical advice to, to do our own thing. Probably not. I mean, they don't really know what happened inside. They never made it past the door. Yep, but we weren't there. And we never came back. No, I Maybe think... we should spread the rumor that we were we were murdered inside. Do that. So it looks like we gotta figure out this pixie, get some papers to get into get into town. Is there anything else we gotta do? Dodge the goblins and godfather? Well, I mean, <clears throat> maybe Audrey's maybe help Audrey right, get right. set up well, somewhere that's new. That's when I meant get the papers to get into town. Uh, I, I figured go see Audrey's sister. And what about you, Audrey? What are you gonna do now that Valdivian knows where you are? If y'all are heading into the city, you mind if I tag along? Nope, I don't. Could always use extra hand. Sounds good. Yeah, there's something I need to do in there. So, shall we go find my sister? Sure. Unless you know of a way to contact Hortense. We wanted to see if he knew anything about these pixies. 
I mean, if y'all want to sneak back there real fast, I'm sure y'all could do it. I probably shouldn't go, though. You should definitely not go. It would be risky for us, too, right? Yeah, but moderately less than for her. Okay. I can I can wrap the uh, I can wrap the wife beater around as a disguise. How Valdivian <laughs> is is now monitoring if Valdivian's yeah. now monitoring the to see if we'll go back. They won't be looking for really... Gobzu though, right? <clears throat> oh, they won't be really <laughs> No they won't, but they also won't be really looking for for us too much. I think maybe you're underestimating what happens after you beat up a <laughs> uh, Valdivian security type person. Yeah. Well, Gobzu was hiding during the fighting, right? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't a combatant, but... So so we could conceivably send Gobzu in to poke around and send a message? Pretty sure that the guards would attack Gobzu. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I guess we have to poke our heads around if we want to get to Hortense. I mean, we could just go in in disguise. Yeah. To... We can we can hide our voice, mask our voices. Because <laughs> the pixie does seem like could be could be of a big help if we somehow got it out. Well, I think she just deserves to not be imprisoned anymore. Quid pro quo. <laughs> Audrey says, all right, what's the plan then? We think of a plan. I mean, if we're sneaking back, we might as well see if we don't have to do it, but we should at least take a look at Audrey's apartment and see if we can get the stuff she has there out. Do you know of any other way into the neighborhood other than that main entrance, Audrey? Yeah, there's another entrance, but James usually also has some guards back there, so... Uh, Most people know about it. We could, and I'm not really suggesting this, but the the sewers underneath the district all connect to each other. Mm. But there's all sorts of creepy crawlies down there. Well, would be the first creepy crawlies we've run into. Yeah, I'd rather run into a creepy crawly than a buyer team. That's true. To the sewers? We could scope out the apartment block from further away, see if we see anything. Yeah, I mean, I think we should do some reconnaissance before we make any decisions. Yeah. yeah. Still be disguised Sneakily. the whole time. Sneakily. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make eye contact with anybody. Wear masks. Oh, yeah, wear a mask. But like Wife cool beaters. Masks. Is there anything in the room that we could disguise ourselves with? Or in the museum? Any fake mustaches? <laughs> <laughs> do a perception check. Okay. Uh, what's my modifier? sure they had a guy that stood outside in a costume like waving him with a sign <laughs> i roll a 13 mm-hmm. with the 13 you look back at the first exhibit that spoke about the heroes who defeated the great azathothian threat back in the day allegedly and, i don't believe it yeah allegedly there is a mannequin oh. with some spare clothes it's essentially the the clothing of a special forces infantryman back in the day. It comes with a fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that's our way in. Who wants a fake mustache? I think I'm going to need more than a fake mustache. The attire includes a cape. No capes! <laughs> a helmet, some boots, some pants, and a jacket. It's the whole, it's the whole deal. But it's also old-fashioned, so anybody would recognize that this isn't a real one, right? Yeah, or it's so retro that it's cool again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like wearing Vietnam era. Combat fatigue. Oh, three fatigues. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any of you guys want to wear that thing? Sure. Jack looks away if Hercule decides to change. Audrey stares straight on. <laughs> Jack says, well, I've got my wife beater, so I'll just wrap that around my head. Here, here you grab the old-timey military attire 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Audrey says, so y'all are going to go back to Calamante? At least take a look. Okay. Sounds like a good idea. We were going to try and stop by your place if we can. Is there anything you want us to grab from there? Yeah, there should be some Magitech and some Magitite if you just look around. Nothing um, personal or sentimental? Oh, could you grab that one sculpture? It had a scimitar, but I couldn't find the scimitar later. <laughs> the whole sculpture? Yeah, it's not that big. It's like three feet tall. We'll try. Could be useful as a weapon. If only you had a scimitar still. Weird. <laughs> I guess I'll stay here. Yeah, you want to be... keep an eye on Gobsu? Okay, yeah, Gobsu's staying here too. Yeah, I don't I don't know, Gobsu, do you want to try to sneak into a apartment block? No, I'm good. Thanks, though. All right. The three of you prepare yourselves for this infiltration. Here, here, you grab this old military uniform. Jack, you put the wife beater around your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicklaus, what do you do? I take off my suit jacket and I invert it. <laughs> what what does the color change to? It is now a luxurious like velvet purple with like a crimson stripes. <laughs> what color was it before? It was like a dark maroonish reddish. Nice. Yeah. The three of you mess around with your clothes and then prepare to head back to the Calamonte neighborhood. And I, I, I take my hair and I part it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Jack also starts to walk with a fake limp because people always <laughs> underestimate people living with disabilities. So we are going to do the sewers or we're not going to do the sewers? Sewers sound safer. I I mean, if you want to do like a reconnaissance first before we, before we commit, I'm okay with that. But like, I don't know that we want to be messing around too much where people might see us. But we're in disguise. How would they ever... How would they ever find us? I don't know. Our disguise will surely be unseeable through. That w- I don't know what that word was. <laughs> no one will ever be able to see through our cunning disguises. We'd be unseeable. If only we had only glasses, we could pull the Clark Kent. <laughs> okay, yeah, so let's just uh, take a look at the entrances and see if they're being watched. Yeah. And I feel like we don't want to be even potentially recognized by the guard dude because it's just another point someone could apply pressure and get information yeah all right let's sneak around yeah we try to sneakily make our way back towards calamante maximum stealth all right everybody do a sneak check is that stealth yep okay 18 18 for her here as well yeah it's gonna be a 12 for Niklaus. nice yeah, the three of you creep along the alleyways and corridors. It takes you about an hour and a half, though, to get to the Calamante neighborhood from here. We should, we should, uh, in case we get questioned, we should have a um, fake voices that we use. Yeah. So they don't recognize yeah. us. Yeah. I'm sure that'll go real well. Jack, Jack thinks about his fake voice and is reminded about somebody from work who he doesn't really <laughs> like. So his voice is, so Jack says, I'm going to use this voice, okay? If we get caught. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that guy sucks. (laughs) And he starts thinking about the guy at work. The guy at work always used to steal your lunch? Basically, steal lunch, steal, like, snacks. It's just just not a fun guy to work with. And, like, you know, you can, like, your work can suck, but you can commiserate. Like, he just wouldn't ever want to commiserate either. He'd just do his own thing. So lame. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, his name was uh, Evan. <laughs> uh, 
uh, red-haired, freckly. Red-haired Emmett, not that not him. not that all red-haired people are like that, but I'm just that, that's that's just what came to mind first. Okay. Um, <laughs> not not that all red-haired people named Evan. <laughs> just some, some internal biases Willie's working through here. <laughs> Still, in lunch is despicable. Oh yeah, definitely. It is definitely. despicable. The three of you approach closer to the Cali Monte neighborhood. You're not quite at the gates yet. What do you guys do? Can we see the gates? Not from here. It's still about a half kilometer away. Okay. I mean, I think we're just going to do like a, a walk-by type thing. How busy is the area? Do we know that walking by will definitely get the attention of the, the guards? Mm, do a perception check. All right. 15. Currently, the three of you are in a adjacent neighborhood to the Kalamante neighborhood. This one is relatively busy. There's people walking around, going about their daily business. You do see that there is a particularly tall building nearby. In the neighborhood, or just nearby? Uh, yeah, in this neighborhood. We could always try going to the top of this building, see if we can get a bird's eye view. What kind of building is it? Is there some place where one could get a view from the top? The building is just down the street from you. It does look like there are people going in and out. Is it like an apartment building or business? It's sort of hard to make it out from where the three of you are. Well, you guys just want to try going, walking in and going to the top. I mean, we can go by and see what it is before we commit to anything. Okay, yeah. let's check it out. The three of you approach this building and you see that there is a small gate. There's a couple of neighborhood guards here. guarding so the neighborhood, entrance. not like corporate yeah they're basically like the the jameses mm -hmm. of this neighborhood there's a sign that just says the tabu building is it spelled taboo but it pronounced it tabu <laughs> it's like t-a-b-u it's a massive brothel <laughs> that's a different part of town <laughs> it's not tybo <laughs> just full of people doing very calming martial <laughs> arts yeah <laughs> Have I ever heard of this? I mean, I doubt it, but has I ever heard of a Tebu building or a Tebu? Do a history check. Three. I remember it lots. You remember that it was covered in your architecture class, so you're very familiar with the columns. <laughs> that ah, are yes, in the, the Tebu columns. You remember nothing else. The guards don't seem to be stopping anybody from entering. Is, are, do, are people like nodding at the, does it seem like the guards are familiar with the people who are entering or is it people are just going in and out? How about you do an insight check? 11. Mm -hmm. The guards appear to be pretty familiar with the people going in and out. We could just ask to see if we could get the view from the roof. We're here to see Hortense. Yeah, I mean, we could just try and walk in and see if anything, if they, they do anything. Yeah, just act like you belong. Jack, in that case, takes off the wife beater from wrapped around his head, because that looks a little bit <laughs> suspicious. The old and Spock disguise. He tries to fashion it into like a sling for his arm to try and look pathetic. And He makes a fashion check to turn it into a nice suit. <laughs> <laughs> what are the three of you doing? Uh, we're going to stand really suspiciously and look around. Hercure will say, do we just try and go through? Yeah, if they say we can't go in, then that just, just don't go in. Yeah, yeah, I guess we have to talk to them. Although it's looking like we're not having great options here. Guards everywhere and people walking around and, yeah, getting nervous. But yeah, but okay. I'll pretend Let's... my arm is broken, so maybe they'll, <laughs> you know, think think we're uh, <clears throat> not, not dangerous people or anything. And I'm still walking with a limp, too, so broken arm and a limp. 
<laughs> oh, jeez. Did I make you roll, like, an acting check? No, you did not. I can do that. Yeah, or do a persuasion? do a performance, performance. performance oh, check. Performance, cool. Yeah, oh, we haven't done that okay. yet. I get a plus zero, so... I roll an 18. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. you are extremely effective at faking an injury. <laughs> I'm gonna know that. Like you, <laughs> He's seen so probably, many injuries at the warehouse he worked at. Yeah, you've probably done it once or twice to get out of the, the tougher shifts. Yeah. The three of you try to head inside the building, and they're going to roll, and I'm just going to compare it to the, the stealth rolls that you guys had earlier. As the three of you approach the entrance of the building, a decently large group of people begin to enter. And the three of you are able to pretty much effectively blend in with the crowd and enter the building. We, we assassins created it? Yep. Great. Once you do, you see that this building is basically an entire neighborhood contained. Oh, you made building. an arcology. Huh? They're basically a self-contained city in a large building. Yeah, those words are too fancy for me. <laughs> you, need a, you need more sci-fi in your life, Joey. When you're, when you're making a, a Shadowrun light, I'm going to use the Shadowrun words. <laughs> yeah, there's multiple floors in this building, each one with its own residential apartments, as well as a mix of shops and other businesses. It goes relatively high up. Is there a directory? <laughs> yeah, there's like a glowing directory about 10 feet in front of you. I'm going to take a look at it. Yeah, you take a look at the directory. The building has some 22 floors. Ooh. There is no real discernible organization of where shops and apartments are. The map itself seems to be pretty improvised. Oh, it's not like a mall map where there's like colors and it's, it's laid out clearly. <laughs> at least according to its own logic. It is actually sort of like a mall map, except the fact that things have been crossed out ah. and names have been added. And some some places have just been like straight up crossed out. Mm-hmm. Can I figure out what's going on on the twenty second floor? Is there a, a viewing room, or are we gonna have to have to break in? You don't see anything explicitly marked on the map, but there is probably roof access on the twenty second floor. Okay. Okay. Shall we head up? Yep. Yeah. Elevator for my because my leg is kind of broken. I need to maintain my uh, committed to my character. Yeah, Hukir, you continue looking at the map and you see that there is a stairwell that leads throughout the the height of the building. Yep. The tall the tall the, the tall wise direction. The tall ways. <laughs> the up ways. <laughs> and the down ways if you need it to go that way. And there is also one main elevator in the back center of the building. Okay, there is an elevator. I don't know if you want to trust it, but there is one. Should be fine. <laughs> what could go wrong? Bees. Bees are what could go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Elevator, elevator. Also, 22 Just... floors by, by stairs is, is... That's quite a lot. That yeah. is a lot. As long as we make our endurance checks, we'll be fine. Okay, we'll, we'll head to the elevator. Yeah. The three of you head toward the elevator, and there is a elevator guard. Is it standing like levitation the elevator. and then feather fall? Yeah, that it, it works? actually, that <laughs> is how it works. Cool. Yeah. In the back... You sort of peer over his shoulder to look at the elevator. You see a multitude of gears and widgets that basically activate different kinds of magitech to raise and lower the platform. Technology, man. The elevator guard sees you approach 
and he says, Hello there. It'll be 25 gold to take the elevator. Ooh. Wow. So stairs it is. <laughs> See ya. Just keep yeah. on walking. Yeah, the three of you, like, walk towards the guard, and then, like, as he says this, the three of you are just like, nope, and then head towards the stairs. <laughs> See ya. We start our climb. Jack stops pretending to have a limp. <laughs> Jack gains a real limp. <laughs> Man, I, I've climbed like 20, 26 stairs in real life, and that took like 25 minutes. No, it's, it's, it's not super fun. Are there railings that we could slide down in case we need to make a quick getaway? Yeah. <laughs> the stairs are set up, how do I describe this? They're pretty compact. No. Like you go up oh, a couple yeah. of stairs and then you make a left, right. you go up more stairs, and you make like another left, and it just keeps going up and up and up. The three of you begin Ooh. your long ascent up the stairs. I'm keeping an eye out for any signs of fungal or lichen like growth in the stairwell. Yeah, go ahead and do a nature check. 17. With a 17, you find some mushrooms on floor four growing in a corner. Oh, we're already on floor four? Okay. <gasps> when Herakir spots, he just stops and goes over and just takes a look to see what kind they are. These kind of mushrooms where if you make it into a tea, they make you sleepy. Oh, he harvests them. Yeah, you just do it. And I'm going to write into my equipment list, sleepy mushroom tea. Mushrooms. Sleepy tea mushrooms. There we go. Oof. Jack's mouth gets dry, so he spits in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps going. Oh, oh. Such a salt of the earth kind of guy. <laughs> are the stairwells, are they like dusty, kind of not not great condition? The stairs are mostly free of trash. Okay. Like somebody comes in here and cleans it up, but things that are somewhat more permanent don't really get cleaned. Okay. Jack asks the others, so how are you guys doing? <sighs> oh. It's a lot of stairs. Do we have to keep going? I mean, we need to, to see. I mean, we've gone this far already. This it better be a good view at the top. Why are we going to the top again? So we can see inside the neighboring Hopefully. neighborhood. Hopefully. Hope. Hope. Right. It better be worth it. If not, maybe we'll at least get a nice view. Yeah. Oh. Then we go <sighs> downstairs instead of having to go up them. <laughs> oh. Is there anybody else in the stairwell while we're going up? Like coming down or going up at the same time? Yeah, there's a couple of people going up and down. You pass just like this ancient old lady who is like, if she were heading up to the 22nd floor, it probably would take her four hours or so, you estimate. Her name is Hortensia. <laughs> what what floor do we see her on? She's on floor five. And what floor? So we're, okay. Can, can Jack talk to her or did we already pass her? You can talk to her if you want. All right, so Jack thinks about how he has to disguise his voice and says, Hey, ma'am. Do you need help getting somewhere? <laughs> old, old, old lady voice. Hmm. <clears throat> and now she's a monster. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, <she's... laughs> Her jaw unhinges. <laughs> tentacles start coming out of it. She's nine foot tall and she's a vampire now. <laughs> and rule for initiative. <laughs> she says, No, Sonny. I think I'm good. All right. You have a good day, ma'am. Yes, good luck. And then, out of earshot, Jack was like, damn, I was hoping hoping she might need help, then maybe cause she could, like, give us gold or something. Oh, then so we'd you have to go just trying pace. to do a good deed for the day? 
Yeah, yeah. That's like a story, you know. I think they told when I was growing up. Some some old old person needed help crossing a river, and some person helped them, and the, the guy turned out to be a god. There was a wolf involved. It was weird. Somehow got stung by a scorpion at the same time. I don't know how that worked. <laughs> <laughs> the scorpion peasant. All right, we keep on keeping on. Oh, yep. Another five floors pass. <sighs> Floor ten. I'm thirsty. You guys have water? Uh, yeah, maybe there'll be a restaurant at the top. Don't think I have any water now. Are we too far in? Can we just turn back? Oh, man. Next time, canteens. Hey, I can we... we... I mean, if you wanted to, I guess we could stop off on a floor and see if there's, like, a stand to get a beverage. Vending machine or something? Or, like, a, a stand where you can just get yeah. a bottle of water or a soda or whatever. That'll be our reward for getting to floor 22. Yeah, no, Jack Jack's like... Jack kind of waves his Nicholas hand. Nicholas is, like, is, is the tough. No, we're not stopping here. You will earn that beverage. All right. All right, Nicholas. Keep going. Keep going. Whew. You're the strong one, so this is probably least taxing for you. I don't know. Stairs, that's more endurance, you know? Endurance and power and strength, they're all different. I don't know if you've taken a good look at uh, Herc here and, and Nicklaus, but we're kind of... Well, I'm scrawny for a half-orc for sure. But you got that runner's physique? Yeah, runner's <laughs> physique. Not the nerd physique, runner's physique, yes. Are there at least, like, windows in the stairwell that we can look out at to, to be reminded of our progress? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you reminded of your progress when you see a new number every time. <laughs> there is a window along the side of the staircase where you can look out. Right. It is very dirty, though. Jack doesn't want to bother looking out of it. <laughs> Jack's saving his strength. <laughs> yeah. Another five floors pass. Oh. What are we at now? Like 15? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Jack has his like uh, arms above his head, like how they teach you. That's a thing. I'm unfamiliar (laughs) with this. Yeah. (laughs) Don't you remember, like in like like when soccer, when you like breathing heavily, if you put your arms above your head, it forces your torso to be more straight or something, so that way your lungs can expand more. Huh. I think that's a thing. New to me. Jack teaches this technique to the rest of the party. (laughs) (laughs) You have one arm, one arm behind your ear, one arm behind the other ear. And you breathe. <laughs> oh, the class oh. tries this technique from Jack. How how effective is it? Yes, me or Joey. Joey. Nicklaus, go ahead and roll a Constitution check. Check or a saving throw? Just a check. Okay. It's gonna be an eight. Oh. Nicklaus, you try out Jack's secret technique. You're not really sure if it's helping or not. Now what your you arms do are tired feel too. is the blood from your arms getting pulled down by gravity, and they're sort of going numb now. <laughs> it's okay. You I need discovered. the blood other places anyway. You know, you like divert power from shields. <laughs> it's going all on my legs. Harker, how are you doing? Harker's like, huh? What? What'd you say? He's clearly been in his own little world. Oh man, I wish I was in another world. We're painful. almost there, guys. Just, just, just a few more floors. Can we continue on? Jack starts to sweat, so then he undoes his sling, his fake sling, and starts to wipe his forehead with his dirty wife beater, so it gets more dirty. <laughs> yeah, you end up with some chips on your face. Jack doesn't chips. notice. Yeah, there's some Cheetos. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now it's a D&D podcast. <laughs> like yellow streaks on my forehead. 
Yep. All right. <laughs> you're, you're like, you're faintly covered in Cheeto dust. Yeah. <laughs> the curse of the old woman. You are now faintly covered in Cheeto dust. Another five floors pass. Wow, yeah, two now. floors left. Two more. Oof. We're almost there, right? 20 almost. minus 22 is two. One. Is it two or three? If we're on the 20th floor, if you get the 22nd floor, do we have to go two floors or three floors? I think you're overthinking this. Just keep walking. All right. We're almost there. Almost there. Jack is, by this time, he's just staring down at the ground, like not even looking up, just one foot after the other. All right. Everybody do a wisdom saving throw. I have minus one on that. Oh. I rolled a three minus one, so I got a two. 13 for Herc here. Niklaus rolled 18. Jack, in order to stave off the pain of climbing 20 flights of stairs, you just feel like you want to talk about anything. <laughs> Oh, my knees, my arms, my feet. Why does it smell like Cheetos? Oh, this does not feel good. Oh, oh, oh man, my heart's beating too. I don't know how these guys, these other guys are not feeling anything. They seem so calm and collected, but I remember- You're saying this out loud, by the way. Yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I am saying it out loud. <laughs> okay. like, at this point, he doesn't care if the others hear yeah. or not. Like, yeah, oh man. But that's what they say about marathons. It's just, it's not physical at all. It's all mental. You gotta push through the pain and these muscles, whatever, they're a mental game, man. What's uh, a marathon? It's like this thing they do. I don't, I've never done one where you run a lot for a race, but it's not like a fast race. It's like a slow race. People go, do they do it? They do it back, back, back in my neighborhood. There was a section. I don't know, man. I don't know why anybody would do that. Put so much pain. Maybe it gives them like a rush or something to overcome, feel strong or something in their mind. That's what they say, you know, people who exercise, it. that's because they don't do any hard labor for the real jobs. So they have to put themselves through exercise. Oh, man. Oh, home. It'd be nice to go home. Where are we even? just want to go home. Oh. At this point, Niklaus is like getting tired just from listening <laughs> <laughs> to, to Jack code through this whole thing. Oh. Oh, Niklaus, you're slowing down too. What's wrong? Uh, it's a very, very long <sighs> flight of stairs. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I feel like these stairs just keep getting longer and longer. I don't know, man. Who lives on the 22nd floor, too? They have to go up this. They must be rich. Pay 25 gold. Some penthouse. Maybe probably works for one of these corporations. Executive manager or something. Oh. I would... They live out here. When they Who knows, man? In the city. Man, when you're rich, probably your mind works all different ways. Maybe this is like their secret getaway. Maybe they have like a second family here or something. This is where they have secret rendezvous, sex rendezvous. Who knows what those rich, rich people do. <laughs> oh, oh, 25 gold. Come on. <laughs> oh my god. It's like a, that's like a day's labor. Day's wage. Is it? I don't know. I don't know how gold Not works. out here. Not out here. I've I've pegged gold to the dollar, so... Alright, $25. I can't do math. 25 or 250 How much was it to use the elevator? Can't remember anymore. Oh, are we there yet? Oh. I think I see the 22nd floor sign right here. <laughs> 22nd? Alright, we're here. The three of you finally arrive at the top of the 22nd floor of the Taibu building. There is a single door 
Niklaus just like opens the door and like falls through it almost, staggering. Niklaus, you find yourself in a rooftop bar. Oh. I walk to the to the bartender and I'm like, three drinks, please. The bartender says, well, what can I get you, good sir? Bartender's choice, whatever your special is or whatever you're feeling. Just need something to drink. We, we walked up the stairs to get here. Ah, yes, of course, good sir. He pours three drinks. I take, I take it. What does it look like? It looks like a dark brown swirling liquid. Inside there is some condensate. Some parts are thicker than others. Mysterious. I take the drinks back to my friends and I hand two of them <laughs> to Jack and Hercule. I, I like to imagine that like at the start of this, the three of you were like doing double steps <laughs> and then just like this or like cheerily going up. And then by the end, you're like crawling into this bar. Sounds about right. Normally you crawl after going to the bar. <laughs> are there chairs that we can sit down in? Yeah. Yeah. Jack takes his drink and just collapses into one of them. Yeah. Jack, you find yourself on the rooftop of this building. Oh, we're on in... the rooftop. Yeah, it's a rooftop bar. Oh, nice. There's some there were some there were some intermediate stairs that bring you upstairs. We can say. No, let's let's do every stairs torturously. Describe right. it in great detail. Never mind then. There's one more flight of stairs. <laughs> Why would you do this? <laughs> uh, three of you are in the bar. The bartender says, If you would like, the rooftop is one more flight of stairs upstairs. Th th thank you. I, we will finish our drink and then probably go up to take a look at the view. Oh, man. How's the drink, Joey? It is pretty good. It's gone. I didn't taste it. I just chugged it right back. The alcohol in it gives you... Plus one to performance. But minus ten to dexterity. <laughs> the drink is surprisingly refreshing. The sort of thicker liquid that was floating inside is sweet, and it mixes nicely with the bitterness of the liquor that was used to mix it in. That'll be 60 gold, good sirs. Oh, who has that kind of money? I apparently have six gold on me. I give him the, the, the 60 gold. This is an excellent drink. What do you call it? We call it the Tebu Sour. It's not sour at all. It's actually pretty sweet. <laughs> okay, Joey, next time I'm, I'm in uh, Virginia, you gotta make me a Tebu Sour. Sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> if, you, if you made it sour, it sounds pretty good. All right, I'll give it a shot. Jack is still drinking his drink. Although he, he basically downed it as soon as he got it, so. <laughs> <laughs> he puts Bars. How do they work? the glass back down on the table and goes up to the bartender and asks for water. Yeah, he just gives it to you. Alright. Downs that immediately and asks for another water. Yeah, he just gives it to you again. And then he puts the drink, puts the glass down, nods at the bartender and collapses back into the chair. Jack believes deeply in hydration. <sighs> the bartender says, So what brings you to our esteemed 22nd floor? Just admiring the view and the drink. Ah, yes. We are well known in this area for our magnificent views. The bar itself actually isn't that nice. <laughs> but it's not the it's not the rooftop. Maybe the rooftop's nice, right? That's me asking. Maybe. We'll see. Alright. Is there anything else I can help you with today, good sirs? I think that's it for me. What about you guys? Jack, uh, not having many. I'm good. He's tired, so his inhibitions are kind of gone. He just asks, what kind of people come here? Our most esteemed residents, usually, 
it's somewhat rare that we get guests such as you, good sirs. Right, right. Okay. And then Jack also just turns away. Thanks. Yes, of course. Please do enjoy the rooftop. Let's go. The three of you have one last flight of stairs to climb up. Hercure takes a deep breath and prepares himself for the the final ascent. Nikos takes what remains of his drink because he wanted to savor the last like quarter of it with him up the stairs. Yeah, the three of you make it. Somehow the last flight of stairs is harder than the first ten. <laughs> it's probably something in the alcohol. The three of you are breathing heavily as you enter the rooftop. Oh. As you reach the upstairs, you see that there are a couple of chairs set around. There is a pretty good view of the area from this rooftop. From here, you can even see the Museum of Falcon's Reach. And from this angle, you actually can see the gates into the Calamonte neighborhood. What do we see? Everybody roll a perception check. Can we get a 13 for Nicholas? 16 for Jack. 22 for Hercure. Mm -hmm. With a 22 Hercure, you see with your razor-sharp eagle eyes Mm -hmm. that there are a couple of police officers posted at the back and front gates of the Calamonte neighborhood. There are also some other police officers inside where that narrow alleyway was with Mm -hmm. all the shops and stuff. Jack, you spy with your eagle-sharp eyes. Sweet. A couple of manholes throughout the alleyway of the Calamonte neighborhood where the shops were. Niklaus, you just get distracted by some birds. Flight, how does it work? So the, the manholes are in the Calamonte neighborhood, but they're on the street, but they're next to the shops? Yeah. Okay. Are there, is there anyone around us on the rooftop? There's a particularly bougie elf lady about 10 feet from you guys. She's just sitting in a chair. She looks like she's asleep. Okay, well, I'm not going to say anything and just point out the cops to uh, Jack and Nicklaus. Yeah, Nicklaus kind of whispers, yeah, looks like uh, we're not going to be able to just walk in. Jack whispers, yeah, and then there's some manhole covers on the on the road next to the shops inside that neighborhood, although I guess we could pop out of there if we went into, you know, he looks around. So Were there cops on that street, Joey, where the manholes are? Yeah, but there's less of them there than there are guarding the gates. Mm-hmm. I feel like coming up through through one of those would, might cause a bit of a commotion. Probably. Probably. Do you see any that are like in a out-of-the-way part of the alley? Do I see any that are out-of-the-way part of the alley, Joey? <laughs> <laughs> Do a investigate check since you're looking for something specific. I rolled a seven. That's plenty. You're not able to determine the exact location of any manholes that you can't see, but you are able to logic out that there's probably a couple that don't appear in the middle of the alleyway. Sweet. Do I have to tell the others that? Yeah. (laughs) No. I relay that to my compatriots. Well, looks like the Sears is the best bet that we have. Yes, if we're going to go in there. And safe, too. We get out of the way. No disguises. Just some monsters. Relatively safe. Who knows what dangers lurk beneath the streets of... What neighborhood are we even in? Tabu. Tao. Tabu? Tabu? Tabu. Tabu. Taibao. Taibao. Tuba. Tuba. (laughs) (laughs) All right, shall we um, head down and um, try to find an entrance into the sewers? Do we have any sense of... I mean, I think we should look for an entrance to the sewers closer to the the neighborhood because I don't know about navigating under the 
under the earth. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. All right. Let's try and get closer. Just try to find a avenue of, of approach that's out of sight of the guards right. by the door. Yeah. So now we go down the 22 flights? Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> It'll be fun. The three of you head back down the 22 flights of stairs. Pitter-patter feet rushing down. Yep. The clump clump of heavy tired feet. <laughs> and apparently uh, an African tribe or someone drumming. <laughs> it's definitely easier than it was going up. Oh, that's good. Do As... you pass that same old lady on the fifth floor? <laughs> yeah, you do. She's on like floor 10, though. Oh, wow. That's further than I thought. <laughs> Impressive. The three of you rush down the 22 flights of stairs. Everybody do a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. Okay. Well, that's that's not great. Hercule got a five. Uh, Jack got a 12. Niklaus got a 22. Wow. Niklaus' mental uh, game is strong. Niklaus has like a tiny <laughs> bead of sweat. Jack has a slightly larger bead of sweat. Hercule just is a bead of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Hirker, you are at exhaustion level one. Exhaustion level one. Captain, we're at exhaustion level one. Is that a thing that we just, like, set somewhere? Well, uh, Hirker, didn't you have a snack earlier that may have helped you? I did have a snack earlier. I can roll with advantage if I... All right, Hirker is suddenly, he's just exhausted at the bottom, but then he's overcome with the importance of the mission. His inspiration... From his mixed unidentified nut bar hits him. <laughs> I'll roll with advantage. Is that yep. how it works, Joey? Yeah, I'll allow it. Okay. Usually you want to declare that you want to use the inspiration right. before you do That's the fair. roll, but I'll allow it for this time. I mean, you don't have to. I rolled a 13. Yeah. At first you feel super shitty, and then your body absorbs the nutrients from the <laughs> They're just sitting mystery in your, in nut bar. Yeah, from your from your gut, your small intestines and your large intestines suddenly <laughs> kick into overdrive, absorbing all the nutrients from this especially potent energy bar, and you're not exhausted. For reference, exhaustion level one gives you disadvantage on ability checks. Ability check yep. would be like a perception check or all of those, right? Yeah. The three of you are now on the ground floor of the Tebu building. All right. So about how far are we from Catatonic Calamari place? <laughs> about like a half kilometer. Okay. I'm thinking we try and sort of maybe get 200 meters or so closer and start looking for a dark alley with a uh, sewer entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. We'll keep an eye out for cops. At least too. it'll be, at least it'll be cool inside. <laughs> maybe. It might also Away be really hot. Yeah. It Away won't be a hot, cops. sweltering, humid mess. There's, oh. there's no air circulation down there, guys. To be honest, I've never been in a sewer. I don't know what the climatic situation of Falcon's Reach is either. <laughs> so do I know these are storm sewers, or are they like water drainage from houses sewers? How about both? <laughs> That's unfortunate. That's not good water management, right? No. Okay. I mean, do you really need good water management when you can create water out of nothing? That's true. You just needed to go somewhere, right? Yeah. That makes sense. One day we're one day the party is going to end up in the poop fields. Oh jeez! But then we'll be able to turn the poop into brownies with magic. <laughs> <laughs>
and that will be in a field of brownies. <laughs> what happens if you cast purify food and drink on a field of poop? Because some of that poop would probably still be food undigested, right? So like, would it then be edible? Yeah, but it would be like covered in, in the undigestible parts. Yeah, but it's purified. The thing itself is purified, but not the surroundings, right? Uh, Getting into the, <laughs> the nitty gritty. Oh. I mean, so yeah. like the nitty dirt would still be poop, but then it would we, be. We got a tweet. What's his name? Crawford, whoever his name is. The yeah. Guy. <laughs> okay, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. <laughs> the three of you leave the Tabu building and venture into the nearby alleyways. After walking around for a little bit, the three of you do find an alleyway that's about. 200 to 300 meters away from the Kalamantia neighborhood. Okay. Is it a nice, quiet, low traffic area? Yeah, it is. It is actually surprisingly low traffic. In the middle, you do see that there is a manhole cover. Well, nothing for it. Let's go in. All right. Jack, can you lift that manhole cover for yeah, us? Yeah. So, because normally you use like a crowbar, right? But Jack just sticks his fingers in. And... I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how fantasy sewer covers work. That's true, Joey. How do they work? <laughs> yeah, normally you use some sort of bar, pry it out. But There's a riddle You've written on the You've got two short swords the... <laughs> in there. Storm sewer, great. I've been avoiding riddles so far, but if you guys want more riddles, I can no, always we're, add we're, more. We're okay, we're good, we're good. <laughs> can, can Jack just stick his fingers in and then like grunt and, and lift it with his fingers? Yeah, do but a strength check. Grunt. Okay. Yeah, you got to right. grunt really loud for us. Or not... Not so loud that you get clipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me find the right <laughs> level. Okay, I'm going to go back the right a little bit. volume level of, of grunt. Stick my fingers <laughs> in, and I'm going to curl them a little bit. I'm going to start grunting. <laughs> okay, strength check? Yeah. Okay. Finger strength check. 16. Yeah. You're able to, with just your fingers, Jack, you're able to lift up this manhole cover. Sick. Someone from around the corner is like, is someone pooping in there? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we have truly seen some fantastical strength displayed here today. The manhole cover lifts up and inside you see a ladder. Oh, that's good. Thought maybe we had to like just jump down or something. Jack turns to the others and says, uh So anyway you guys want to go first? I'll go. Yeah. Hercules. I'll go second. That way you can pull the cover back over. When you're climbing the ladder, sounds good. Sounds good. Who down knows what kind into of the sewers. Creepy crawlies are down there. Here, here, you jump. Wait, you take the ladder, right? I'm, t I'm taking the ladder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you just take the ladder, Nicklaus. You are closely behind, and Jack, you go down and you pull the manhole cover into place. Hey everyone, this is Joey, your Dungeon Master. Thanks for listening to this episode of Adequately Advanced Magic, in which we discovered that the true enemy is stairs. If you're enjoying the setting and the plot so far, be sure to subscribe and, if you don't mind, also recommend us to any like-minded friends and family. Join us next week as Here Here Jack and Nick Klaus discover the power of a sandwich. <laughs>